Thank you for joining us today. You are listening to the 7B Podcast, produced by the Bonner County Daily Bee and the Bonner Sperry A Thursday attack outside the Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul, Afghanistan, killed 13 U.S. service members supporting Operation Freedom Sentinel. 11 Marines, one Navy corpsman, and one soldier were killed as a result of an enemy attack while supporting non-combatant evacuation operations. This was details released according to the Department of Defense the Saturday following the attack. Here's a list of their names. For the Marines, Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, 25, of Lawrence, Massachusetts, assigned to 5th Marine Expeditionary Brigade. Naval Support Activity in Bahrain. Sergeant Nicole G. 23 of Sacramento, California, assigned to Combat Logistics Battalion 24, 24th Marine Expeditionary Unit, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, 31 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Infantry Unit Leader. Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22 of Indio, California, a rifleman. Corporal Dagan Page of Omaha, Nebraska, a rifleman. Corporal Umberto A. Sanchez, 22 of Logan Sport, Indiana, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, 20, of St. Charles, Missouri, a rifleman. Lance Corporal David Espinoza, 20, of Rio Bravo, Texas, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, 20, of Jackson, Wyoming, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, 20, of Rancho Cucamonga, California, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Kareem M. Nikoi, 20, of Norco, California. Navy Corpsman Maxton Soviak, 22, of Berlin Heights, Ohio, assigned to 1st Marine Division, Camp Pendleton, California. Staff Sergeant Ryan C. Noss, 23, of Corrington, Tennessee, assigned to 9th PSYOP Battalion, 8th PSYOP Group, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Many Americans chose to pay respects to those lost and did it in many different ways. One of those ways was buying a round of 13 beers and leaving them at a table at a bar or a restaurant. Another way was saluting the flag or having it half-mast and paying respects by lighting 13 candles. VFW Post Commander Ben Apo and Auxiliary Member Doreen O'Brien decided to do something after feeling grieved and angered about everything that had happened. The VFW and the auxiliary members decided that they would honor and commemorate the fallen troops by lighting 13 candles, reading the names of every fallen troop, and saluting the flag and saluting their brothers and sisters. One member of the VFW brought one beer for their fallen troops in Afghanistan. We spoke to Ben Apo and Doreen O'Brien, who helped organize the event, and asked them how they felt and what the lasting impacts have been on them and their families and their friends and heartbroken. It was, it was devastating. I married to a Marine. They announced 11 Marines were killed. They're all the age of my grandchildren. Lives lost that I don't think should have been. That's pretty much how I thought. I, I was married to a Marine. My brother was a Marine. I have a retired Army warrant officer. I've got nieces and nephews that are still in the Air Force and over at Rheimstein that are housing the evacuees. Um, I got a I got a grandson that's a corpsman that served over there and it could have been him. I can't imagine what it would have been like for those doors to get knocked on and not expected to be. 
because it was an evacuation. It was supposed to have been peaceful. I'm, I love my country. I'm not necessarily in love with my government. Um, I felt I needed to do something, and I set up the table at my house on my deck just to show pride and that I hadn't forgotten that I was thinking about him. And I got a hold of Ben, and I said, Ben, we're having the relay team meeting tonight at the VFW. Can I do it here? And of course, he said yes. <laughs> he can't tell me no. But um, then he got on the phone and called other veterans, and this is the community coming together. Like I said, the relay team in conjunction with every veteran of Boundary County, because we put this together this afternoon. It wasn't a a publicized event. I mean, we're coming on 9-11. 20 years of the war started. These young people died the last day of that war. Don't forget the first veteran that died. Don't forget the last. Even with many VFW members finding some type of closure with the commemoration event for those 13 fallen troops, many are still dealing with PTSD anger and frustration of what they feel was a wrongness done by the government to the military personnel. We spoke to Post Commander Ben Apple, who had this to say. Uh, well, I've been thinking about it because I've seen a lot of other places actually doing the same thing. And it was Doreen O'Brien, one of our VFW auxiliary, life, uh, auxiliary members, who called me and said that she had the stuff and that she wanted to do it and asked me if it was okay. And I was like, Absolutely. My thoughts on this are any life lost is a, is, is a tragedy. Um, I mean, we did, we did volunteer to put our lives on the line. But in this case, my opinion is those lives were lost unnecessarily. It, they done it correctly. And with more thought to the process, more planning, those lives could have been saved. So our inspiration from the events to do this those lives were lost unnecessarily, and there were so many of them. All of it's just, it's upsetting to everybody. Any military veteran that you ask, they're upset about it because of the way it was done and how they were lost. So that is why we're commemorating and memorializing the 13 fallen because they, they didn't have to die. They were doing their jobs the way they, they, what they, what they volunteered to do. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And they just did. As far as I'm concerned, they didn't have any support from their commander-in-chief. I was pissed. I was angry, upset. I mean, it's just, it, it didn't need to happen. I'm trying not to go too, too political on you. So, um, yeah, you ask any veteran, any veteran in this area, and they're going to, I mean, the suicide or crisis lines have been blowing up since that day. When, when, when we finally heard the news over here of what they were doing and how they were doing it, I've got I've got Afghan veterans that don't even want to come. They don't they don't want to talk. They don't even want you know. I I asked them to come down here for this. They're so upset, you know. I got one veteran who, you know, I've been calling and I've been talking to because he's he lost friends over there. He spent many years over there, and you know my my my. My job now is to, to make sure that he makes it to see the next sunset. Every single one of them is angry. They're pissed off. Uh, a lot of the, especially the Vietnam vets, it's it's triggering a lot of uh, it's triggering a lot of flashbacks. Um, 
is triggering a lot of PTSD, a lot of emotional issues, and it's it's really tough. So not only am I, you know, we're working with the Afghan veterans and any and all veterans, but the Vietnam veterans are really, and they, the, Viet, the, the Afghan vets feel just the same as the Vietnam vets did when they had to leave Vietnam in 75. But it was all for nothing. And those 13 that died, so close to the end, you know, it was, it's just harsh. It's hard. It's very, very hard. Um, I'd say at least four of the vets in here right now are having a real hard time dealing with it. But they're here because of their brothers and sisters. The community around here has been very supportive. So I, you know, we uh, are extremely supportive. I mean, I, I've got everybody who I've come in contact with always is thank you for your service. Um, they're very supportive of, the, of all the veterans outfits, so the Legion, the DAV, uh, and especially the VFW. Um, I can't. I can't really see anything the community can do that they aren't already doing. And so I, this is a great town. This is an absolutely great town for a veteran to be living in. There. I mean, there's so much support already. I just can't. <laughs> I would like to make sure that the community knows that we're here. We're here for any and all veterans, whether they're VFW eligible or not. You know, any, if you're a veteran, and I don't care if you sat behind a desk in Kansas, you're a veteran, you're a brother, you're a sister, we're here. And that's that's what I'd like the community to know, is that we're here and we're, we're getting stronger every day. We're, we're growing bigger, and, and with the community's help and support that we've been getting, we are, we are, they are able to help us get grow. And for that, I'm always going to be thankful for the time. Is there anything I missed you would like to add? No, I, the only thing I the only thing I'd like to add is I want to add a huge thank you and accolades for Doreen O'Brien. She is a tremendous help and support, and she is she has helped with fundraising. She's helped with support. She's helped with emotional support for veterans. I mean. Whenever I need her, she is there, and I really want the, I want the community to know that she if, if she has made made it easier for me to do my job, and made it easier for us to do what we can here. So, 